Gimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the games that you can play today and react to the latest goings-on from the wonderful world of video games. We're here on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. This week, I am joined by a disgraced and dishonest Dimp Digital gaming quiz charlatan. It's Le Cheat, Tom Atkins, not Cock. How's it going? Oh, not good, mate. Shit week. Wow. Mm. I say shit week. It's been a brilliant week for Elden Ring yeah, you've coverage. Had, you've had some real good but, time to pump into that. I have. Well, I started the week thinking I had COVID. Fucking disaster. Well, oh, what's going on with this arm? Hold on. Here we Not go. Fucking technical problems on day one. Well, at least it weren't as bad as last week when I completely flummed the opening and then didn't even decide to go back and fix it, just left it. Atkins is having some technical issues. Whilst Atkins gets himself sorted and um, I'll get things up and running, this is a grassroots and independent outfit hailing from the great county of Essex. And you can support us by heading over to patreon.com forward slash digital and becoming a member of the community. We appreciate anyone who does that and we appreciate our current patrons that go and take that step also you can go to twitch.tv slash dimp digital and subscribe there either via a normal subscription or if you've got amazon prime you can for free subscribe to the channel and give us and in pocket money i think it's less than the patreon stuff so do that first um, I don't know if Atkins is back. He may well have... I'm back. I thought back. I was going to have to John Watson that for the rest of the pod. <laughs> Just hold it. That wouldn't that be a bad good. thing to do. I remember when Logan did Dimp News years ago, about six years ago on the YouTube channel, he held his mic up like like Motty. <laughs> like Motty. I think he... Do a Motty. I think that he... should be like a... If we get so many subs, or we'll do one... We'll do a couple of Mottys. I wouldn't mind form. that. But I'm forever... <laughs> fucking about with things on here whether it's to change the scene or to scroll down rundowns and whatnot so i, I would i kind of need two hands to do this yeah i believe, I believe. oh no. you f- i haven't fucking recorded this that's a real stink oh. that's all right because we can get it from the stream fortunately <laughs> but i'll um business. start recording okay. that now so that's burning a- garbage fire that we are train ended <laughs> just it um yeah no it's not been a good week i started off thinking i had covid um good and then no i didn't have it i just no i'd like i've got rumbled i got the old man flu every testing. every human now every time oh. you get any sort of core blown it every human blown it day one that um now gets a cold or starts getting unwell you just Ooh. you're just going to immediately think you've got got, got covid big, oh, not the big c the little c to be honest, in a few months, you'll see those cases drop out because the free testing in the UK is gone. So you've got to fucking pay for it. People won't. Yep. So it will just no, be flushed away whether we like it or not. So no That's one's going to no be paying bank for that. They need to. Well, I don't even have to. I could, if I had it, I could just go out and just give it to everyone. Don't even have to worry. That about is true. It. There is, there, the guidance suggests you should do otherwise, but there's no reason to do that. No if rules. You, if, go if down the X in. 
give it back to the thousands. Yeah, that is the, the breeding ground for it anyway. <laughs> we know the best way to start a podcast. Oh, we got a big one. There's only one way to do this, and it's the one, it's the only delay news. <laughs> Every time that blocks that out, I'm hoping. Akin said it was a big one, and it is. On, this is a big one. The breath God of the war. <laughs> well, <laughs> I saw. Um, oh, I don't know where I saw it now. I saw a screenshot on April Fools from Santa Monica saying Ragnarok had been delayed. Oh, I don't know. If it's from. I, just, I don't know if it even came from them or someone just made it up and has shared it. it but cool. you know, that's not the one that we're going to talk about. We're here to talk about the sequel to Breath of the Wild, delayed until spring twenty twenty three. And in the, mm. the video they released, it stated this is in order, quote, in order to make this game's experience something special. Why are you not aspiring to that all the time? Why is it, why is it <laughs> taking delays? Now, look, let's be honest. I chalk this up to assholes going at Nintendo over this Elden Ring. They want, they want the gotti. They want the goatee. They don't, they don't want to be losing Game of the oh, Year man. to Elden Ring. I reckon someone's sat there and gone, let push that. Push that. Push that out of the way. We'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. I did it with Demon Souls. Uh, no, Dark Souls, wasn't it? Remastered. They got that on Switch. Oh, yeah, Elden Ring condensed down. That'd be a big one for them, wouldn't it? Adcock played After Dark it's... Souls on Remastered on Switch. That was oh, his first way That is it. technically the hardest way to play it. Mm. <laughs> He's done it. Unbelievable. Now, I kind of suspected this a little bit because yes. we mentioned actually a few Did... weeks ago about Xenoblade and Pokemon coming later this Pokemon, year Pokemon that was it yeah it was like... so a lot of people were seeing that saying well, as soon as they saw Pokemon was coming this year they were like right, right. did they say it out loud like us though I doubt yeah, it they're, no, they're no. retrospectively they the platform had... have they nah crap but <laughs> that's um, that's well, I was kind of half expecting it in honest I'm a little bit relieved because um, mm. I Big one out the way. planned there is that as well but I also planned on replaying that Doing right. doing a Horizon Zero Dawn, going back to that about four months before release, sure. running through the first one. Because really, on Breath of the Wild, I've, I've played it through once, and then I tried to play it through again. Both times, I was in breakneck mode, right. particularly towards mm-hmm. the back end of my first playthrough. Um, yeah. And I want to, given how disciplined I've been and was with Forbidden West... I really want to dive deep into that game, and I feel like now I will at least have the time to do that. More so time. that's mm. that out of the way. I'm not overly disappointed in that. No. Now, what they did do, which was weird, is they sort of chucked out the trailer again, but added a bit more. Mm. But I feel like it's sort of... Like, there was a lot of rumours as to, is this actually linked? Because you couldn't see his face at all. Yeah. And they just sort of, like... Showed you his face. It's like, oh yeah, he's linked. Well, maybe that was all along. Maybe they didn't plan. Maybe they, their intention yeah. wasn't to make it a Do mystery, that. and they saw the internet doing that, and I was like, oh for fuck's sake, you say? Yeah, that's true. Come on, like, he's clearly linked. He ain't had air cut. Leave him alone. No, that's true. He's had a few hours did, off. Did you see the master sword as well? Fucked up. Oh, is it all fucked? Well, all for hour, and that's everyone's going. Well, that's weapon degradation still there. <laughs> There's a balance to be had with weapon deg. I just feel that they got that a bit wrong. They fucked that. We'll we'll see. Um, here's the real speculation, the real question for people. 
Had they delayed it, because they're scared of Elden Ring, which I've jokingly suggested, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, or are they going to launch this alongside new hardware? Or we, potentially. We had what, how... all the rumours last year about Switch Pro, blah, 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 and we got that fucking OLED. <laughs> and Trust it, the OLED. It'll be six years next year from the Switch's mm. debut. We've talked about it creaking in terms of tech, in terms of yep. keeping up appearances. Is this what they're going to do? They they saw the numbers of Zelda and thought, fuck me, we shifted some units, launching a new piece of hardware with that. Let's just do it again. Let's delay yeah. it so it, it comes in tandem. If, you, if, you, if you're asking to be placed in a bet, where would you put your money? Mm. That's six years, is it? Mm. That'll be... Six years. That'll be six years. Almost to the dot as well, wasn't it? Was it March, wasn't it? It was March, yeah, so it won't March. be far off. Yeah, they said spring, didn't they? So, yeah. Core, potentially. I mean, <coughs> excuse me. We they have seen cycles, gen cycles that long. Yeah. So, it's... Uh, it's Last cycle very... was seven years for play PS4 and Xbox. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Potential, I mean... I was thinking, was it? Was we discussing this, or was I watching something? And they were saying that Nintendo's n- the only one they've done was the Wii and Wii U. They've always changed mm. consoles and never had, they've, they've never done a sequel of a console. Yes, yeah. So you feel like they would with this because of how successful this is and still is, still going to be. Mm. Um, but I don't know. They, they never seem to do what you want them to do, <laughs> no, Nintendo. No, they don't. I can never fathom what they're going to do next. I think, oh yeah, this seems the logical idea, and then they go, "Here's a fucking paper, I paper thing." Oh yeah, I suppose the NES to Super NES. Uh, yeah, but the SNES. Yeah, I kind of got... get that, but I'm not having it. Yeah. In my yeah, but he's talk... he's now halls in the chat talking about Game Boy and Game Boy. Advice. We're not talking about handhelds. We're talking about something that you can play on your telly, even mm. though the Switch really is like... both. So. You know, yeah. the, the t- and don't bring Game up don't Cube bring up really old history of a hall. We don't got care N64, N64, GameCube, Wii, all three of them completely different. And Switch. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's potential for a, a thing, but <laughs> I didn't it's spout the, the bollocks. That was well, I'm just saying, yeah. No sequels. <laughs> Clearly uh. incorrect. <laughs> 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 But yes, they, that's not their go-to, and then they'll fucking end up bringing out a paper fuck, no fucking cardboard VR system mm. like they done last time. So you go right, yeah. I got Um, but, yeah, I don't know what they're going to end up doing. Hmm. Um, they could just release the game. That'll be that. Because... I was going to say, yeah, I still feel they're just going to milk this switch until it's died a death. Would I not... still don't think we're going to get one. Would not a, a pro. Would not surprise me. And yeah. that's that's the way it's going to be. Well, I think we still will get iteration. How many did we have from that fucking 3DS? You had the 2DS, the DS Lite. Two, yeah, you had the XL, the new, the, the new 3DS. New I mean. think they're going to milk this. You know, we've got well, we've got three now. Yeah, so we've got another at least another two different versions. Mm. Maybe they oh, will wait, just okay. do different versions, and it won't be like a sequel. Yeah, they're doing OLED light. I reckon. Maybe it will be called Super Switch or something. And yeah. they they kind of go for that little mm-hmm. bit and piece and just keep the name yeah, going because it's, it's so brand. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's D, got the DS, DS Lite, 3DS, 2DS, DSi. I mean, yeah, they, they, maybe they will do that because let's be, that. we know this is a handheld because it mm. it, it is. <laughs> it's a hybrid yeah. system, but you but take the low end. 
lowest baseline. It's yeah, a I think I'm going to put my money on that they moved this. Bec- no, obviously, I think Scared. Elden Ring probably Fucking. did have a thing, but I think they need to push. I think there other if they have got other games coming out this, then like Pokemon yeah. Xenoblade. All the marketing's going to be on Zelda, isn't it? So mm. I feel like they they push this to give room for the other ones. They don't need to release it this year Three. now. They've got Xenoblade. Yeah. I mean, Xenoblade's not. I don't think it's going to be massively popular. Famous last words, and then it sells fifty million. But Pokemon yeah. absolutely is a juggernaut. So you yeah. know, you might, why not just give that its own quarter and say off you go, buy that all through Christmas, and then we'll be back in the new year. Also, if the yeah. game isn't ready, then of course, of course, delay yeah. it. Because it must be hard squeezing these games down into that switch. Um, Breath of the Wild didn't run particularly well. No, on, on that either. But we will see. But that's cleared up the schedule for me. It's kind of given yep. me a nice window to squeeze in Breath of the Wild at some point. So I'll I'll certainly get to that. Next bit of business. I've put this under housekeeping because I should have brought it up last week. I was waffling about the GDC awards, saying, "Oh yeah, the last piece of the awards puzzle." And then I forgot. Um, no, I'm, I'm not taking the blame for this because they didn't even promote it themselves. I barely barely heard a whiff of it on any games website. And even their own YouTube account decided to release a montage of the winners on the 24th of March. And then the full ceremony was released on the 28th. And by then, Will Smith had slapped Chris Rock. It's like, I'm no way I'm sitting through a, a fucking awards ceremony without some violence. <sighs> So, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know why they're releasing the full video when it's available um, and then releasing the montage after, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, Inscription took home Game of the Year. They'd been on other nominee lists and hadn't quite got the big one. That took the Daddy Award. That stopped oh. It Takes Two from completing the hat trick, which oh. would have been the Game Awards, um, DICE and GDC. And, um, yeah, that's that. I did a little bit of number crunching, and I used the Game Awards, DICE, and GDC to pull through the games that received the most awards across all three. So, right. obviously, there's tons of other awards, like Best Storytelling, Animation, Sound Design, etc., etc. And I just wanted to see what, in general, was receiving the most awards. It threw up some interesting results. Okay. What do you think? So, it's a joint, there's a joint first place here. Ooh. Any guesses what the two games at the top might be? It takes two. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I can't think of the noms now. Let me see the noms. Bloody hell. <laughs> Keep in mind, Brain's they fun. don't have to have been nominated for Game of the Year. They could have been nominated for Best Sound or something Best and picked sound. up multiple awards in other categories. Cool. Is it that? Inscription? No, it's not inscription. Oh. In fact, that's not even in the top five. Even not. No. Oh. Didn't win a great deal, but was nominated uh. a fair bit. I'd like to think it was Guardians, but no. Right, you've blown it. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. <laughs> really? So wow. it takes two, and Ratchet and Clank got six awards each across the three award shows. Um, yeah. So they were joint, sort of first and second, and then. One guess at the outright third. Because after that, Doesn't they kind it. of all get squashed together. There's a load in like a cluster of like two or three awards. Yeah. But who got outright third? Returnal? No. It was Forza Horizon 5. Really? God. Getting slagged off for its troubles. But that picked up four awards across the three. 
And then we had Unpacking, Returnal, Guardians of the Galaxy, Final Fantasy fourteen, Endwalker, oh, right, and yeah. Deathloop all on free. And I didn't go any lower than that because it got silly. But yeah, so oh, those... No... Um, what was the other game I just said? No inscription. No inscription. There was another one I said. It's gone. Okay, move on. That's it. Fantasy Gaming League. No updates. Flowers. There's, there's the first week <laughs> in about six weeks that nothing has happened. Um, transfer window is now closed. Adkins, well, I hope you don't mind revealing. Adkins was trying to transfer stuff out, but it was already taken. He gave up, and when I'll deal with it later. That's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the beauty of having three of these throughout the year. It's not, there's no big pressure, but uh, no mm. changes there. I'll keep an eye on the scores and um, let people know as and when the new games are dropping. Paper Pipes has subscribed through Twitch Prime. Thank you very much. 39 months. We will take that all the way to the bank. Let's get into the news. Now, really only one big item that needs to be spoken about. But I wanted to do things a little bit differently. I wanted to set a scene first with loosely researched data and other interesting bits and pieces. So we've got a, an understanding of exactly what's going on. So before we talk about PlayStation Plus and the changes that are being made, and PlayStation Now, it's going to be rolled into it, but we'll get to all that. Before we detail that, I came across some interesting um, data about subscriptions within the game industry. So this was reported by Video Games Chronicle. The data was compiled and put in an article by Axios, and they used Ooh. figures and data from a firm called Ampere Analysis. So here's the headline. Gaming's Netflix or Spotify moment is still a long way off. Ooh. It goes on. It says, subscription services aren't close to disrupting the game, Sorry, disrupting gaming the way they've shaken the movie and music industries, according to new, new data shared by industry researcher Piers Harding Rolls of Ampere Analysis. Now, if you want to question these figures, you're, you're f- free to do so. But if you're questioning a man called Pierce Harding Rolls, <laughs> I, I can't help you. You know, clearly a man of legitimacy, just on namesake alone. So Ooh. I won't be having that. So the long and short of it is, gaming subscription services, which includes um, PlayStation Plus, Game Pass, Nintendo Online, etc., etc., equates to just 4% of the revenue in North America and European markets. So everything that's spent in the gaming industry for those markets of North America and Europe, it's only 4%, which is a lot lower than what I just assumed because we are constantly told how it's changed the world already and, you know, everyone's doing it because it makes so much money. Um, So that's $3.7 billion compared to nearly $81 billion generated from other spending on games, which includes sales, uh, discs, downloads, and in-game add-ons. If you want to look at Spotify, that uh, that account, uh, sorry, that service, sorry, the streaming services on the music industry equates to 83% of the market share of music, music, yeah, according to the Recording Industry Association of America. There's a huge disparity between 83% and 4%. Get them Saturday kids back. Well, they might they might have a chance now of all this streaming malarkey. Who knows? Yeah, that might have been what they needed. Sort of bring all the walls down. Um, and then it's got another section here. Even gaming's biggest subscription service is still relatively small. So it talks about Game Pass here. Microsoft's disruptive Xbox Game Pass launch in 2017 has 25 million subscribers who pay up to $15 a month. 
It has about a 60% share of the market. So if you look at the subscription models just in a vacuum, Game Pass is mm. the leader with 60%. So that's, that's pretty good, but it's 60% of 4%. Well, so that's insane. Yeah, it's um, it's starting to paint a bit wow. of a different picture. And if we see what what PlayStation didn't do, this to me is, I mean, kind of why Go would for you? The bollard. Yeah, it's a bit. Game Pass is a killer deal for gamers conditioned to paying sixty dollars. Kind of, we know that we get new first party games. Um, but seen another way, it doesn't have much. It offers just over five hundred revolving games, which goes up or down depending on each month. Netflix offers 3,000 movies or TV oh, shows. Another another hindrance they go on to say here. Nintendo's releases are not on this platform. Ooh. It's like, yep, yeah, they're not. And they don't put their first party on it. So I guess there's an issue of content. They're saying you can't really get everything on any single subscription service. And Nintendo and now Sony aren't even putting their major stuff on there. Um, and then they also go on to speculate that games aren't quite as convenient as movies or, or music to kind of bundle into subscriptions because the time to play them, download size, if you want to factor that in, um, people that are streaming them, you know, there's all sorts of different bits and pieces. So I don't have any comments on that, but that, that kind of shocked me that the um, with the figures coming out at 4%, to be honest, that yeah. was like the highlight. I was like, wow, that is, um, is that, low. that paints a picture and maybe shows why... PlayStation no, and Jim have thought we'll just be conservative here because yeah. at the moment get those microtransactions going. Yeah, that's what the real moolah well, is. Well, that's exactly what has been suggested. Mm. So mm. that's interesting. And then the second thing I wanted to pre-talk about before we talk about PS Plus is Jim Ryan, what he yeah, said and what he hasn't said, mm. because clever bloke. I've been I've been led to believe that this. That Mr. Ryan had basically Phil was accepted his lifetime achievement award. He was up there loving it at Dice, and then the way that people talk about how this has been positioned from Sony's side, it's almost like Jim had gone up to Phil, slapped him. You know, we're getting into the <laughs> slapping now. You can do that now. Apparently, you can just walk up and slap someone. And he went, "Oh, he went, Phil, your Game Pass is going to get it. I've got something in the back pocket that's really going to change the game." Oh. Yeah. This is going to be a sucker punch. We're coming for you. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course he said that because, you know, I'm sure they would have mentioned something like that. So I actually went to have a look to see actually what Jim Ryan and what PlayStation had said on this subject. And I could find one interview (laughs) of Jim Ryan addressing this. And it was from November 2020. It was an interview with TASS, which is is a Russian news site. I looked, it's still up. But, um, oh. yeah, I don't know how long that will, that will stay out, but you can still access it. And there's a ream of questions on there, tons. And then there is just this one little question at the bottom, and it says, how will you respond to Microsoft Game Pass? Like I said, this is almost 18 months ago. And his quote is, um, there's actually news to come, but not today. We have PlayStation now, which is our subscription service, and that's available in a number of markets. <laughs> so that, that's Nothing. Jim's aggressive... Right, we're, we're, we're coming for you. This is, this is it. This is going to be the Game Pass competitor. To me, that's very nonchalant. That's very, very yeah. um, low-key. That's almost dismissive. I don't want to talk about it because I yeah. don't have anything. Because yeah. <laughs> like, he mentioned his PlayStation now immediately after. So we've got that. We've got that. We've got that. Um, so, but as I put this into the Google machine to try and find out 
the response, this other article kept coming up from April 2021, and this is reamed across all the, the main media websites. And here's the headline. Sony is reportedly working on an Xbox Game Pass counterpunch. I was like, oh, here's, here's the combative article. Right, this is where yeah. we're going to get the real details. And this is probably what people are referring to. And then you read the subtitle. We'll just pick one at random. God of War creator David Jaffe says people at Sony have told him that, him, him that Game Pass competitor is on the works. <laughs> that ain't come from Sony Direct, is it? That's Jaffe, no. that's Jaffe getting stoned off his head and sharing yeah. conversations he's had. <laughs> what a lad. So, I don't know All what's right, happened. So what's I don't know if people here? have remembered that article, the, the counterpunch term that is in um, in brackets and in quotations across every single article, and then just applied Jim's earlier rev- uh, um, yeah. interview and gone, that's what he said. When in fact, right. Jaffe... Bit of journalism. Well, thank you. That's, that's what we're hoping for, get, a, get an award for that, hopefully. When do they mm. hand out the journalist awards? Well, got to be coming up. Yeah, don't but want that's it. incredible. <laughs> but no, that because nah. the, all the chat I've seen leading in was, you know, they've been positioning this as, as this. This is what Sony have been telling us. And I was like, they haven't yeah. said much. Now, maybe I missed something. I didn't spend a lot of time doing this. But mm. happy Thank to be corrected. Fan. Happy for people to yeah. have their say. But that's, that's all I could find. There's actually news to come nearly 18 months ago. 18 months he's in the back burner meek fucking Jim Ryan that was scared wasn't it it's fascinating because it's a written interview it's got tons of questions on him and actually they bollock him about there being no PlayStation now in Russia and he's like you can clearly tell he's like bumbling to try and like like, basically (laughs) he says Russia's too big you can't get the infrastructure in there so all these questions have like a good like solid paragraph of of answers from Jim this one has two lines fuck off I ain't ready for this just try and launch the PS5 because it would have been around that time cool shit it would have been anyway we've set the table Um, people can choose to take that information and do what they wish with it. Here we go then. PlayStation Beta. blog. And this is the headline. Beatlog. This is this is this is what Jim said. So now we <laughs> have to talk about what his actual words are. All new PlayStation Plus launches in June with seven hundred plus games and more value oh. than ever. Mm. Questionable to say well. more value than ever. <laughs> yeah. You're asking for more money than ever. But yeah. Let's run through each of the different options that, that people are going to have now. So They fucked it already, didn't they? Because we <laughs> told them last week what their top tier could have been called. It should have been called. And they've already blown mm-hmm. it. So let's hear what they're called and tell us what they've blown. Yeah. So the first one we've got <laughs> is PlayStation Plus Essential. This... Been shopping down Waitrose. Yeah, oh my God. Right. <laughs> Considering there is... No change to this service. This is this is PlayStation Plus. This is the same price. It's the same benefits. Why have you taken the step to call it essential? <laughs> Just leave it. So this is PlayStation Plus as you know it today. Don't worry yeah. about that. That's not what we're here to talk about today. The amount of people that don't know this information, they'll see something come up and go, PlayStation Central, well, I ain't applied for this. I already have oh, fucking I'm Biff not... in my fucking WhatsApps going, what's oh, all this? Really? What, am I getting Ragnarok for free? I was like, no! <laughs> 
I was like, Phil's done, you're not a kipper here, Jim. Everyone's talking yeah. about it. It's like, right, I'll tell you what it is, it's this, and you weren't impressed, and I didn't hear from him, so... Oh, so, for those that don't know, you get two monthly downloadable games, you get exclusive discounts, cloud storage, online multiplayer access, um, United Kingdom prices are six ninety nine a month, nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen dot nine nine per quarter and forty nine ninety nine fifty UK pounds in real money. So there's no change to the price there. The biggest thing for me, I said this last oh. week, is I was concerned that they would use this as an opportunity to to, yeah. to spring up the um, the the bottom tier pricing and be like, well, this is this is what we're this is what we're trying to offer them. You know, we're offering more, but they're not really. But they they've left it alone. It's about the best thing I can say about this tier. They just left it alone. They've kept the 12-month discount options in there, which I use. And there's even a quote that Jim's been seen talking to Games Industry Biz where he says two-thirds of people are on annual subscriptions. So they've taken advantage of the quote-unquote discounted price, Is whether yeah. you believe that or not, is, is up to you. So they don't have to worry about that. You didn't need to change the name. You could have just left it. Anyway, yeah. it's where they get a little bit, not complicated, but they start to, to ramp things up. We've got PlayStation Plus Extra. So we've got Essential and now Extra. Provides all the benefits from the Essential tier, so goes without saying that you'll keep that. And this adds a catalogue of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games. How do you measure that? How do you measure yeah, most enjoyable? That is, yeah, liars. that's going to be... Liars. That's going to be the best ones are left out. Yeah. <laughs> We've purposely picked the best sellers and left them off this because they're still making yeah. money. Including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalogue and third-party partners. Uh, games in the extra tier are downloadable to play only. So there's no, no streaming here. Prices on this one for the UK. £10.99 if you want to pay monthly. £31.99 if you want to play quarterly, and then £83.99, £84 in real money, if you want to pay yearly. So that is, um, that's more money. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a bit of a, a premium there. And then getting on to the actual premium one, this is the one that's kind of, I think, the worst. Oh, fuck that. The worst of the lot. PlayStation fuck Plus Premium. Platinum. It should have been called PlayStation Platinum. <laughs> should have been yeah. called. You've done that right. And they've fucked they've it. Blown it away. Provides all the benefits from essential and extra tiers. Adds up to 340 additional games, including, and this is the sickener, PS3 yeah. games available via cloud streaming. <laughs> no! No! <sighs> what are you. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't get this. I do. Lazy. Yeah. Come yeah. back to that, but that's that's the ugh. anyway. A catalogue of beloved classic games in both streaming and download options. Bit of a concern that they mention both, so some might only be streaming only, some might be download only. Ooh. On the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. Cool. Uh, Time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier, so customers can try select games before they buy. <clears throat> Thirteen forty-nine a month, thirty-nine ninety-nine a month, or ninety-nine ninety-nine hundred UK pounds in real money per year. Sorry, thirty-nine ninety-nine per quarter. <sighs> so look, I don't think we need to talk about PlayStation Plus Essential. They've left it alone. 
That's about as good a job they could do with that. Don't don't yeah, fuck with it. Yeah, they I've... didn't. Fine. Fair enough, yeah. Jim. Who's getting extra? Well, well depending what <laughs> what they offer. I'll tell you what, actually, I'll run through a few extra details and then we'll we'll come back. They've referenced six games, which I assume will go into PlayStation Plus and above. Death Stranding, it's one you called out last week, so well yeah. done. God of War 2018. Is that director's quote? Or? It just says Death Stranding. Yeah, I thought that. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Right, yeah. that makes you wonder. Guess how much it was to upgrade to that? Five pounds. <laughs> Five, just like, put the director's cut in. Yeah. Like, maybe they yeah. will, maybe they will. I don't know, but... <laughs> They've not said it there. No. Um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, that's a weird one. I know they did... Was it... Who was it? Was it PlayStation? Now they got... I oh, know it was on that PS... The PlayStation Plus... What did they do? The collection, was it? Yes. The PS5, yes. They did 10 on that. That's another good point. Because some of those... Some weird... Some of those games... I, I don't know if there's any crossover. I haven't checked, but... Um, Mm. I thought of Mortal Kombat as the one I kind of oh, picked shit. out, but I wonder whether future games <clears throat> like they might put Monster Hunter World on there. It's like, well, I've already got yeah. that. Get that rise oh. on console. I've already got that, and then the final one, which is my prediction, has come true: Returnal. Yeah, so both brilliant. both got one in there, which is uh, which is there more details to come. Yeah. Here's an important one: PlayStation Now customers will migrate over to the PlayStation Plus Premium tier. Ooh. With no increase to their current subscription fees at launch, so Ooh. I've got PlayStation you? now <laughs> you, until next year, until next July. Cool. So I'm going to be dumped on that top one, whether I like it or not. To be fair, that's a I was expecting it to do it in the middle. Yeah, but they haven't. Yeah, they kind of they. I'm not overly. I think that's about as good a job they could do with that. With clearly yeah. what they're going to they're going to offer. What's really interesting about that is I um. I went to look to see if you could still buy a PlayStation Now. And I was like, well, you know what? If I can find yeah. that for a year at like 40 quid, I'll top that up and I'll just have three years and stack it. Yeah, yeah. Jim has nuked PlayStation Now. Oh, you, you, really? can't, you can't find it on any third party sellers like oh, Shop wow. 2, CD Keys, Game, all gone. Yeah. Now, we did see an article go up, if you remember, I think earlier this year, saying, oh, they've started removing PlayStation Now from retailers. So you can clearly see they were looking at this loophole thinking, right, get all that off the shelves before we announce (laughs) this. So the time to act was back then. As soon as I saw that, he does know. And Mm -hmm. do you know what's even more interesting? I went on eBay to see if there's any on there. Not a sausage. Really? Jim is somehow, I'm sure there's going to be a few stragglers now, but he fucking nuked PlayStation Now. He must be a friend of the show. He He is. Jim's... What's his name? Phil's been watching. Mm. Phil found out about your loophole with the pound special. Yeah. On Game Pass deals, and he's gone. Look, we've got a couple of people on here, and he's gone. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking absolutely obliterate the PS now. And he's done it. He's done it. Incredible. That's what he's gone for. So I don't know how he's managed that, but they have. They that's have... a good deal. Though. That's they two good deals out of that. Leaving that alone and upgrading. Yeah. Rewarding really for doing that yeah that is that's not bad considering i had pretty i was thinking they're going to just really make the mess of this i mean it's not it's the overall package is not great but they are looking after people that are either happy on the lowest tier which is the you know most people all those that have been stupid enough like me to sign up for playstation now as a test i was doing it for this podcast mainly yeah and um now they can benefit off that uh 8.99 Think. So I think you still do it monthly up until now, but that will obviously change to uh, 13 quid so if you want the premium. 
So Jim's yeah. also confirmed in an interview there's going to be no first-party games day one. So this is hugely conservative. Um, there's a couple of quotes here where he talks, he kind of explains why that's the case. He says, We feel like we're in a good, virtuous cycle with the studios, where investment delivers success, which enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like that cycle, I bet you fucking do, and we think our gamers like that cycle. He continues, in terms of putting our own games into that service or any of our services upon release, as you well know, that is not a road that we've gone down in the past. And it's not a road we're going to go down with this new service. We feel if we were to do that, the games that we make at PlayStation Studios, the virtuous cycle would be broken. The level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not be possible. And we think the knock-on effect of the quali- on quality of the games would make something that gamers don't want. Now, he's basically saying, look, if we do that, we, we can't make the games as good as what we've been making them. Which is a fair thing to say, but that is that piles the pressure on now. Yeah. You know, we make, we make great games and you'll pay for them and you'll continue paying for them because we'll continue making great games. And we can only achieve that through the traditional model. Now, what, what happens if this virtuous cycle that he mentions breaks? You know, they go through a, a rough patch of poorly received games. You don't have the value proposition there anymore. So Game Pass, if nothing else, is a bit of a safety net for Xbox, isn't it? If something goes on there and it's toot, it's like, well, it's on Game Pass. You know, what did you expect? You can sort of shrug your shoulders and move on. It allows, gives them some room to operate. Jim's really boxed himself in here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. We, we, have to make, we have to make the best games. And look, yeah. carry on making great games. I'll back you. But the second you don't, all this stuff's going to come flooding back. And all those words you are saying now, not the stuff that people were making up earlier, will come up and bite you on the arse. He does, yeah. however, interestingly, leave the door open. And he says, The way the world is changing so very quickly at the moment, nothing is forever. And he goes on to talk about the PC, saying, well, who would have thought four years ago that, you know, we'd have been putting PC games, uh, PlayStation games on PC, blah, blah, blah. People didn't see that coming. Quote, so I don't want to cast anything at stone, anything at anything in stone at this stage. All I'm talking about today is the approach we're taking in the short term. The way our publishing model works right now, it doesn't make any sense. But things can change very quickly in this industry, as we all know. So look. That is a door open jobby. If we need yeah. to evolve it, we can. I think with the, the tiers they've got, they could easily... I mean, you slot those in the top tier, obviously. You wouldn't put them in the middle tier. Um, it still will be... Well, if you pay annually, it'll be about the same price as Game Pass. But if you're playing monthly, yeah. you're getting shafted. So the bare minimum they get is this new sort of streamlined platform, all called PlayStation Plus, and they can, they can build on it if they wish to. So... With all that out of the way, what's your tipple? Tipple. Because last week you were saying you'll have, you'll get it. I'll get it. I'll have it. Yeah, I probably still will, even though I want to see. I was, when they when I saw the quote of seven hundred plus, I was thinking, fucking hell, that seems a lot. How many are on Game Pass right now? I'll try is and look. Looking at that, you you but carry yeah, on chatting. I'll try I'll and carry find. on. It is. It, it reminds me of Vince here. Okay, it, it, we're two different. It's not. We're not selling the same product. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling though, mate, isn't it? Yeah. So, no, this is a streaming service. They ain't. But they are, it is, yeah, I think. The thing is, it is, and I've noticed that Xbox have been tweeting incessantly since yep. the announcement of this, is that we deliver first-party games day in day. Yep. And that is their selling point. And I think that is the big difference here. But what he's doing with this fucking streaming bollocks on there, how's that? Fuck it out, what are we doing here? I don't know. Unlimited resources, and they're waffling that out. Yeah, that's just not good enough. So just go on to the Game Pass website, 452 in the console space, 417 on PC, so 400-odd. 400, 400, <laughs> I mean, yes. look, seven. who needs 400 games is what I would say. Exactly, just, I was going to say. Just, just to be real, but... Yeah. Um, the the other sort of extra three hundred is from that that back compat library, right? Um, yeah. But so you so you're you, what you're saying premium for you? I probably will. Yeah. Just, right. Don't know. Like I don't I don't think it's a conservative. I just think I will anyway. <laughs> I, I don't like. So what do you go? You pay because you for a long time were paying monthly. Yeah, have it you, was. Yeah, you stopped doing that. Are you paying yearly? I stopped now? doing that now. Okay. Yeah, I'm yearly now. Only because of CD keys. That's the thing I'd like to see: is will yeah. they get premium? Will Jim allow this now? True. Um, will we see? Uh, CD so keys? I assume you'll still be able to get the essential ones for you know you could get them for thirty five, forty quid, couldn't you? Mm. I wonder if that will carry on. Awesome. Possible. I mean, I mean still... yeah, it depends how they procure them all, but. We can't even get them these days. Anything, anything is possible. There's a lot of stuff out of stock actually after this. I noticed. So yeah, so yeah, I suppose everyone's topping up now, wouldn't they? Yeah. On another note, have you ever used the website Simply Games? Yes. It's completely gone. It's what? Just, it's got their, like their, there's no. loads of people talking about it on Twitter no. for like the last two months. It's been saying we're currently undergoing scheduled maintenance. So there's people that have got all like what's it called, um, like pre-orders and stuff, and they've just I don't know what's that. No one can cool. find that anything that's happened to it. I'll tell you what, look, not to wish ill of a company going down, but Logan will be pleased because they're the ones that delivered one of his games to the wrong flat all those years oh, ago. Oh, really? He never forgave them. Bloody hell. There's literally been no, no not tweets a sausage. on them or nothing. Oh, yeah. So, look, I can see on the old um, AV forums they've got Fred started it about it. Yeah, bloody hell. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I just want to go on a tangent there. But, yeah... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what these types of games is. I think they will. They're going to go for some heavy-hitting third-party games, I think, just because that does seem to be their way of business at the minute. You know, since the backlash of of the Activision deal, mm. they seem to have been picking up these studios here and there. So I feel like we might get some good games. And well, it's going to get to the point Well, I mean, le- I'm buying less and less games these days now, mm. you know. I'm well, keep getting longer and longer. Well, that's true. Yeah, that is 200 true. 200-hour bloaters come out in the space of a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is a stinker. But, mm. So you're, you're yeah, looking I, at premium. No, um, I'm looking at premium, what, yeah. What's your thoughts about backwards compatibility slash retro games being locked yeah. to the subscription service that you can't... Like Nintendo, you can't buy these sort of a la carte you know, Fiverr for Super Mario World or whatever. I, yeah. I won't be able to go on this and yeah. just buy a Metal Gear Solid if I want it, if it's there. Nah. Um, 
what do you think about that? Should they should there be an option for those that don't want to pay thirteen forty nine a month yeah, for hundred pound a year to just buy the games yeah. outright? Because that seems like a bit should, of a, a blower. It, it does feel like a bit of a blower, but in a business sense, I can see why they're doing it because they want subscribers, mm. so they're holding you fucking to the knife there. Oh, but grab a beer. if the yeah, if the text there, then yeah, they definitely should should allow you to do that because the infrastructure is already there. It's obviously working. It's just a cheeky way of them doing that because they know they've got you by the bollard, so you'll subscribe. So yeah, I can see it in the business sense, but no, I think people should have the option if they don't want, it. especially if, like you say, you're someone who's just an essential and essential user, like I assume Biff or someone. He then doesn't he goes, know that. Oh, has he, has he not got a PS Plus at all? No. Yeah. He's asking about whether he's going to ask for any help for Elden Ring. Well, I haven't got PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah. Like, you fucking loser. <laughs> um, so, with that in mind, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, so let's say Biff just wants to download Metal Gear Solid 4 for a little run through. Well, he can't. Fucking, we can't. Streaming. Jim's got him bad. Yeah, that's 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 still the big blow. I mean, we we could kill that point to the ground, but PlayStation Three still being via cloud when there's there's emulators out there running on mm. worse hardware. Unbelievable! What they, someone's got, fucked up with that PlayStation Three royally, haven't really they? That have, cell yeah. processor, all that garbage. Especially, what a misstep! Uh, on Game Pass, you had <clears throat> games like Red Dead Redemption that were getting four K updates, yep. and you can go all the way back to Xbox One. I, yeah. I, I, one thing we mentioned about, you know, <clears throat> they should offer the option to buy the game, the retro games they've yeah. been referred to yeah, separately. I think, so. I, I think they should. Um, but then there's people like, oh, you're you're blocking backwards compatibility behind a paywall. You're asking people to pay for these games, even if you did it a la carte, you'd still be asking them to pay for games they already own. And I was like, right, I ain't got any discs from '97. <laughs> who who yeah. really has got they got their PlayStation library like? There's going to be some losers out there, have but most people aren't going to have their their PlayStation no. discs out there and be like, "Oh, I'll put my CD into my PS5 and that'll better work." It's like it's just not. A, yeah. that's not a realistic no. um, expectation. But anything digital no, should be, you know, yeah, PS3 libraries for people just being like, "Well, that doesn't exist." Mm. It it don't matter what you bought on PS3; that's getting flushed because yeah. it's in this streaming service and, and nothing else. Well, it's, it's a ridiculous model. Yeah, they seem to have blown this, really. Mm. Names, topping off with a name, and then now this. Yeah, I, I wonder if they're going to revert, if, if there is enough backlash for it. Like you say, he's not sold on it. He's said that, you know, nothing's forever. Mm. But, um, I just think, how many people are going to sign up to premium just mm. because of the retro games? Exactly. Like, how many people really are just going to say, oh, I'm going to stay subscribed to this because it's the only way? Like, they'll fucking emulate it, for one, if, yeah. if that bothers. Yeah. It's like, you might as well just offer the option for them to buy it outright, and then they'll buy it. They'll just, you'll get five quid that they wouldn't have got. Maybe they maybe charge a tenner and be like a bit, like, you know, like naughty about it. Yeah. But I don't understand that, to be quite honest, but that's no. what they've done. The, the real. The real thing to me, this is this was lacking detail. Really, it's kind of it set the foundation, but the actual content's not been filled out at all, which is kind of understandable. Um, it's it's not launched until June in the primary market, so it's still Ooh. a good few months. And then again, I ha- oh god, we had people waffling garbage about oh, 
why are they announcing this? When, when Xbox announced Game Pass, it, you know, they came in and was bashing their chest and they had this, that and the other. And I was like, I don't think they did. So again, I looked it up <laughs> and I went and looked up and I found the original Xbox Wire post or it's actually just on the news site. Phil that Spencer, head of Xbox, 28th of February, 2017. Blah, 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 blah. Gives all the prices, 9 99 And here's, here's the content that they apparently came spitting fire with that was going to make people think, oh my God, this is amazing. With great games from top industry publishers such as 2K, 505 Games, Bandai Namco, Capcom, Codemasters, Deep Steel, Focus Interactive, Sega, SNK Corporation, THQ, uh, Warner Brothers Interactive, and Microsoft Studios. So no games, but just the publishers. Thanks thanks for name-checking those. I, I know them, but okay. <laughs> There's something for everyone to enjoy, and you'll always find something exciting to play across a variety of genres. We have what? What? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Some of the fan-favorite titles coming to Xbox Game Pass when it launches... And the, uh, to the broader Xbox community later this spring, end up being June, Halo 5 Guardians. Crap, crapped on by that point. <laughs> Payday 2. Oh. Oh, a, this next one, NBA 2K16. <laughs> and this last one's a real joke because it's a fucking Gen Old. Soul Calibur 2. Oh, blimey. Now, that is your selling point. <laughs> Come on, people. Just... That's how you sell a prescription. Don't make prescription up... Don't change the past yeah, and make up realities. The and don't... Yeah, a lot of people... They were like, yeah, they, they, they announced it and released it the next week. I was like... No, they didn't. <laughs> Come on. Stop Come on. talking shit all your lives. Yeah. Anyway. Probably because it's been so well received now. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, no. the Greenblood's wheel. No, oh, and they should they'll because you know they're getting. They're, it's now two camps, isn't it? You've got, yeah. got Doctor Value and and Phil saying value, 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 and then you've got Jim <laughs> saying premium, premium, premium. Yeah. It's like okay, there's, there's, there's two camps there, and again we go back to the very beginning of the podcast. People saying put your first party stuff in, and look as a consumer, great. I'd love that if they if they did that. You know, I'd love even more if they charged me nothing and I just got it for free. But they're not gonna. (laughs) Remember, this is for 4% of the market share at the moment. That is insane. That's a good bit of journalism from you to get them deets. That's not to say that it won't grow, because it obviously will. Yeah, it will. But at present, why would you upset the apple cart? That that is obviously corporate tying that on. But you, you can't live in a reality where you're not take into account actually what's going on people i told this story about three million times i made my own reality up for the metal gear solid 5 i'd i'd decided that it should end and it was going to close the saga out and guess what that didn't happen and i was stunned so from that day onwards i was like right whatever my expectations are i need to ground them in some level of reality and uh, if you're grounded in reality you would have seen this very conservative and quite boring announcement happen it's it's clear as day that was that was what was going to happen. But what we've got is a a news cycle and a media that just I want to do a super cut of just listening to every podcast for the week, like the main ones. Just see how many times they say Game Pass and value, and just like, yeah. and just cut it all together. <laughs> just see. Um, but to be fair to Phil, like that is the PR on Xbox this gen has been Chef's Kiss. Just think mm. how much of a lesion they've got of just people who are vocally willing to, to bang that drum. And really, you can't argue with it mm. from, a, from a value proposition. Mm. 
So really, it comes down to this extra tier for me, and I'm going to be really interested to see what they do in that space mm. and what they add, because that's where they're going to be putting the third party and first party stuff. The premium basically gives you streaming and retro, so that's going to probably be quite static. It probably, maybe they will do what Nintendo does and add stuff, but if you are looking for any competition for game pass it's going to sit in that extra tier with third parties and later first party offerings who knows they might just keep it like playstation now where it's not really worth you know it's it's okay but it's not worth writing home about so i'm more interested to see if they're actually less or more aggressive in that area and they're like right let's lock down a couple of third party first uh, day ones indie games for example we've had a lot of Things like Death Store has recently gone on Tunic, Weird West. Yeah. Xbox got a really nice indie catalogue building on Game Pass, which is a great place for those those games to sort of flourish. So I'll be interested to see if they change the approach or whether, in fact, what we've got here is someone said to Jim, Alan went, Jim, and why have we got PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus? What are these two pieces of shit? And he's like, well, one's for this one. He's like, put it under one bracket. Do that, please. And that's... Three bad shit. Yeah, don't don't worry about putting any more money into it. Don't do that. But if you if you could extract more, then do it. Yeah. And then um we'll see what happens because if it carries on as PS now, it'll be just a bit of a sh- shoulder shrug, I think. But if they start to attempt to challenge significantly, that'll be interesting yeah. to watch. But again, at the moment they're fighting under fighting over fucking scraps. Yeah. We talked yeah, about really Jim and his live service incredible. plans. Cool. Get them in. That's where the money's That's where at. he wants to put his money. Yeah, he knows. He's seen them for dollar. 4%. That's unbelievable. 4%. Yep. Yep. Wow. I mean, I'm sure it'll... I'm sure. I'm almost certain it'll get bigger, but... Yeah. You know. That's what she said. <laughs> what about this one? <laughs> Just to end... Well, a couple of things to end it. Small ones. ESA... Nix's online event and confirms E3 2022 is cancelled. The real oh, question oh. is, this is from VentureBeat. Dean Takahashi, he suggested that competition from Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest made it difficult for E3 to gain traction. Mm. It looks like all their eggs are going into the 2023 basket here. So the real question is, has Jeff Keighley just killed E3? Yeah, the <laughs> trouble with this, this came out today, was it, or was this yesterday? I think it was late yesterday when we recorded this. Oh, was it? Today, yeah. There's so many little things today, fucking April Fool's, I'm like, right, is this true or not? Yeah. Did you see the Metal Gear Solid website? Is that fake? That's fake, fucking bastards. Is it? Just Yeah, just so it's been confirmed that Konami have said it's fake. Fucking bastards. So it's the 35th anniversary site, is that the one? Who's yeah, talking? yeah. Fucking bastards. Yeah, that's why, yeah. I, actually, from anything that happened on April Fool's, to, I just kept, yeah. kept out of it because yeah. there's just bollocks going around. Well, this is, I only saw this this morning, this E3, and I was yeah. like, really? Just see. I mean, like you say. Well, they cancelled yeah. the in-person thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they said, oh, we're going to do a digital one. I guess they thought, right, let's start organising this. And everyone's like, no, we're with Jeff. And they're like... All right, maybe maybe we won't bother this year because no one's expecting much. They have said that they're gonna they're promising a reinvigorated showcase in 2023 with both physical and digital parts, and hopefully that happens. I guess. Um, But Jeff's got it on lockdown. He's got a year here where he can really he can be he can be like the game pass, just rolling into all the media outlets, and they're like, 
games first, games first. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> this is it. Cut, get rid of it's E3. Lovely. Last one, the last kick in the teeth for, for Jim Ryan, potentially. Xbox Game Pass rumour. Family membership potentially coming. So five people could share a family membership at a cut. Wow. (laughs) Maybe that could be, maybe one day that would be a perk for the Patreon tiers. If, if people keep hashtag hand in pocket in, that could be, I won't ever commit to that. I shouldn't have even said it because now people are like, oh, you said. No, (laughs) but um, that could be a way for, to to pay Phil even less money. I'm all up for paying less if they're going to give me an option. So I'll definitely be looking out for that if and when it gets confirmed and finding out the details. Because you can do it on Nintendo. Um, Probably something we should look into actually between us. Yeah, I think they've even done one for their new uh, bonus one. I might investigate that and see whether that's worth doing between X amount of people. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Why not? Anyway... That's all for this week. Well, it's not, actually. They're going to get some game impressions pre-recorded to being rolled out. Um, We will be back next week, so you'll get something there. However, the week after will be Easter weekend, so we'll have our first weekend off of the year. Lovely. So I'll be going out getting, eating and drinking, I think. But we'll be back the following week, because any bank holidays, we take the, the week off, basically. So we're there next week. We're back again. And um, yeah, I don't know I don't know what gaming impressions you're getting. So again, yeah, make it up. You know more than me. I've Enjoy- played one game for the last month. So. <laughs> well, yeah, so you've been playing Elden Ring, chucking on with that and enjoying yeah. it, loving it, which is good. Uh, sounds like the penny's finally dropped with beef. He's like, well, I'm, I, think, yeah. I think I'm enjoying it now. And I was like, well, we'll see how long it lasts, <laughs> but okay. Um, what I've, have you got on? Well, I've been playing F1. Because Ooh, it dropped on Game Pass. Change. Oh, that's right. I did see that. I didn't want to wait this long, but once... No indie tip. No, I do have some in the works, but I'm... Basically, I've done the breaking point. I want to do a quick impressions there. I'm not going to do a full review because I won't play all the modes, but uh done the breaking, breaking point story mode, which is um, takes place over two seasons. And the way it works is that you'll be something will happen in the race, and it'll be like right, come in with like five laps to go and get a certain position, etc. But you actually take control of two of, of two races in one team. So you've got this like youngster who you take control of, Aiden Jackson, and then Casper, who's like a much more experienced kind of in the twilight of his career. He's like his his driving partner, and you get to play as both of those throughout the breaking point and kind of see their perspectives Ooh. on old man sort of thinking well when do I hang up the gloves and all that stuff and then the young kid is really ambitious and how their relationship kind of they they have arguments they there's on on track incidents and whatnot and essentially you're as a, as a gameplay mechanic you're kind of left um with certain tasks to complete in the race you know it might be like get up to ninth or finish the race even it's just one of them because you took damage or something right, they, they yeah. try and tell a compelling story I mean it doesn't really pull off it, it's got a bit more yeah. kind of goes a bit deeper than I was really expecting in, in certain points. But um, yeah. I really like the way that they kind of weaved in the real-life stories of, of Formula One because it takes place in the 2020... Well, technically, it takes place also in the 2019 season as well, but for the most part, it's 2020 and 2021. Yeah. And then like you come back after each race and you kind of go through... like There's a social media feed and you can read it there. There's like people like recognize like Crofty and all those people from Sky F1. They're like quoting there, but it also has stories of like, oh, 
this drivers move into that team in 2021, like in real life, like they were. So throughout oh, the season, right. I was like, okay. oh yeah, of course they did. And like when new teams started up and when they were changing liveries and things like that. So it's quite, it's a bit of a trip down memory lane to think, oh yeah, I forgot about all these old cars. Uh, and all the, yeah. all the 2020 cars are in their 2020 form and they change all the rosters and the drivers to the 2021. So they've done a bit of research and made sure it's all, it's all accurate, but that's um, reasonably interesting. It was, they're not doing it this year. So clearly they chucked it in. And then I have started the, my team career mode where you, you right. create a team and drive as well, and then you you, you handle all the corporate stuff Good and the thing. build of the car and liveries and stuff. So I've started that. I've done about four races, and the car mm. is a real sack of shit. And the the second driver <laughs> I've got, um, he's awful as well. So we're we're struggling <laughs> at the back of the grid at the moment. But I'll probably Ooh, do a season yeah. of that and then knock it on the head and go Sick, back to something. Good. But yeah, but uh, excellent. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you got this far, as I said, you'll be treated to some in-depth well maybe not in-depth but some gaming impressions that we've pre-recorded and are going to dump on the end of this so we will see you on the other side here we are then back with some more game impressions here on idle game chat once again joined by mr adkins this week we're going to tackle Kena, or is it Kenna or Kane? I actually can't remember which one it is now. No, can't remember. Oh, I, I've no. been saying Kenna. I don't know. If that's correct. Kenna, yeah, but I know there's a big thing about it because people are like, oh, you gotta get it right. And I was like, well, what is it then? And I'm sure in the game they've mentioned it two different ways. So how can yeah. we be expected to get it right? Anyway, Essex exactly. calls it Kenna. That's the end of it. Kenna Bridge of Spirits, little indie proposition that popped up last year. As a console exclusive for PlayStation at the time. Um, oh, it's also available gee. on PC. You chucked this onto your PS5. Sort of I did indeed. Went crumbling for it. Two games at once it was. What was it? Back in the way. Deathloop. And I went, oh, it was close. Played that they? for about five days and I went, eh, I don't know if I'm feeling this. I'll, I'll put this on the back burner and let's, yeah. let's play this keener. And then you did. I did, I did, yeah. I was late finishing it, but mm. I got I got it over the line in the end. There you go. <laughs> well, those of you that were listening last year would have seen that we did a um, a spoiler cast of this with Mr. Mitch from Pixel Pint. So if you want to, if you've played it and want to hear a, a more spoilerific kind of a take on it, listen to that because we go through it in about an hour. But Mr. Atkins here is going to be a spoiler-free kind of impressions look. Give us his thoughts on it. I won't talk much because I've kind of said quite a lot on that episode, so I'll, I'll let you have the floor for this. But what's what's got you tickled here? Because it's not from it's from Ember Labs, so they're not even Ember a Labs, no. first game. So we've got no real pedigree to base this on, other than trailers and whatnot. What's no. got that Adkins stirred up, and the fact that he's God. gone out and bought it? <clears throat> I don't. I just remember from was it an E3 or a, a state of play or something when it was first announced, mm. and it was just that it looked incredible. I thought like the Pixar style of it. Yeah, um, that's what drew me in. It was it was almost like a sort of Pixar anime game. Mm. It, it sort of had them like the the rock characters are very anime. What sort of names that? Right, it, I pissed myself laughing as soon as I realised they were called Rock because it's just something that you would always say. That's something, something I normally bad. send down the toilet in the morning once yeah, I've had a exactly. few beers. That's what I call Rock. Dirty, 
dirty old weight cream rock coming out. <laughs> but but no, it was just that. And then I don't think it was like the gameplay. We didn't really see much of it. There was there was very little to start with. Mm. So it really was just its setting. It looked interesting. Very, like I say, Pixar animation, very clean. And then we started to see some gameplay. And that's where sort of um, expectations was dampened a little bit. I still enjoyed the way it looked. Yeah. Um, it was my sort of game, a third-person action adventure game with sort of melee combat, hack and slash, if you will. Um, and then it, there was sort of, yeah, conversations of it being a more of a two a PS2 game the way it was laid out and things didn't look like but one <laughs> no certainly didn't but no I've got to say even up until day the day it was released I sort of had my eye on it and it, I was it was always destined to be a, a a D1 purchase for me for it was just that sort of game that I really enjoy and because it was a, sh- a smaller studio I was expecting a sort of smaller uh, certainly a shorter game um hmm. But I found it, it it stayed enough for its welcome. There was enough for you to do to go out and and uh, explore the world a bit and go off the beaten track and, and do bits bits and pieces. Um, and yeah, like I say, it didn't outstay its welcome, I didn't feel. It, it, it done exactly what it was. It almost had elements of a Metroidvania in... Yeah. Not, not in terms of... Um, you know, like you couldn't get an area until you, until you had this certain thing. There was bits like that, but it was yeah, you'd have these areas that are locked up and yeah, you couldn't get through without a mask or something to. That was it. Yeah, I spent ages trying to phase through the doors and trying yeah. trying all sorts to get round them, and I was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Ah," oh. and then right. turns out you need to get a, an item of sorts. I think one of my initial takeaways from this is that I was expecting something very simplistic. And it kind of is in a way, but it's got more under the bonnet than what I think people on the outside who are just looking at it, you know, giving it credit for. I think it's got, the combat itself is not easy. No, it's not. It's a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's multiple times I sort of got put down a lot. It's Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls. Yeah, I reckon it probably is on that hard difficulty, but... But no, I had it on like the normal difficulty, mm. and there was a few bosses. They sort of make the bosses quite challenging. That you can't typically with these hack and slash games. It will be literally hack and slash. Just smash and it, yeah. There's not too much, you know. You, it's not like you know. You don't have to do much outside of the box to beat the said enemy in front of you. Whereas this, there was a bit of strategy. You you couldn't do the same things. They'd sort of bring elements in. Some bosses would have like a, a freeze element or something, and you would have to work out how to use your abilities to stop that. These sort of um, the rot that they are, these little black blobs of I don't know what they are really. They're, not, they're, they're, actually, they're like little cute, like carrot little creatures, aren't they? Yeah, little cute creatures. But, but they don't, they, when you say rot, you think oh, it's like an horrible gremlin. But they're, they're more like <laughs> yeah. they're more like what Gizmo would look like, but just a darker yeah. colour, like cute little big eyes, little faces. Are like oh, help That's me! That's it. And it was remarkable how many you could get on the screen at once. Yeah, it grows <laughs> as you add to your repertoire. I don't think it's, yeah. I don't think it ever gets the exact number, but as, no. as you start to build more and more people, uh, more and more of the rot. Sorry, they do. Um, Increase the number on the screen to sort of show yeah. that show that scale and that increase. That's it. And then you could sort of those implement moves into there, so you would 
have like flowers, I think it was, and you could take that. Then you whip these right into like a sort of form of dragon type thing, and you could slam and stuff. And yeah, I found that they sort of made each boss battle as like a bit of a puzzle. You had to sort of work out how to damage, do the best damage against it. Like I say, it was it was definitely challenging in in elements. There was certain enemies. I remember them bloody mages. I think it yeah. was. They chuck out orbs at you. Mm. You'd be like, right, what is this? And it's, then they chuck. A and they heal themselves as well. And exactly, yeah. So it's definitely challenging at times. This wasn't an easy run run of the mill fucking banjo kazooie game. No, no. <laughs> that some people may compare it to these PS2 games, but. I gotta say, yeah, I, I I enjoyed the combat. I enjoyed the the sort of world building and story. This I, I think you told me I didn't realize this at the time, but the studio were an animation studio yeah. before making games, yeah. and that sh- this shines through in this game completely. Like the presentation in the cutscenes, to its fault a little bit in terms of there is no seamless seamless transfer from gameplay to cutscene. It really no. is cut. Fade to black, and you're introduced to a cutscene, but which has been rendered differently at a lower yeah, frame rate. That was the, the the kicker as well. This was one of the first games to come out on this PS5, and um, yeah, it was lovely to play this at a solid 60, looking gorgeous as well in its in its presentation. But then, yeah, you would be cut down, screen fade to black, and then presented with a beautifully gorgeous, fully rendered. Um, cutscene but yeah like you say cut down to 30 to give it that cinematic dirty view. old 30 dirty old rot 30 oh, <laughs> keep in there dirty um, but no everything really melted together correctly. the rotter, the music was mm. was brought on the characters there was some weight to the story there yeah. was you know it had that sort of pixar-esque message that they they tend to have these films um like I said before, it didn't outstay its welcome. The combat was challenging and fun. There was a plethora of things to do in that world. Yeah, you got your bow, you got your bombs, you got your normal staff that you can upgrade with different abilities. Yeah, yeah it was. There was. There's all sorts you can mix together. Yeah, and yeah, there was collectibles there for yeah. the, the the trophy geeks like myself. <laughs> not really been into that recently but something i'd like to get back into if i had time but um but yeah it ticks all the boxes it's it's a hard one to fault i mean i say maybe it might be i suppose that is probably to its fault of its simplicity that we have been spoiled by the new age of games for these sort of things so when you do get taken away this seamless transfer and Mm. maybe that um but no, I, I do struggle to sort of fault it. It's, you know, it's not the perfect game. It's not by any stretch, but it is a very good game, a very good. And I was sort of left more more happy with what I was expecting to be. It sort yeah, of yeah, over delivered, over delivered. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it yeah. does. I was expecting a sub sort of experience because of the it being an indie studio mm. and a smaller game, but uh, yeah, uh, in my eyes, it over-delivered. Yeah, I, I agree with almost all of that. Like, it absolutely did mm. was, was something that, that came along and I was a bit like, well, probably won't be all that. And then mm. the reviews came in, they were mostly good. There's a few lower ones and I was a bit like, yeah, that kind of spells, you know, it could be trouble, but 
The opening was a bit slow, I think. But yeah. once you get past that sort of opening area and go off and sort of do the first main boss, it kind of picks up nicely. And then that's when they start introducing you to new items. At mm. like the time when I got the bow, and then I could, you use the bow to like, not grapple hook, but similar, you know, right. o- over a ledge onto like a plant, it would attach you and pull you along. Mm. I was like, that feels really good. Yeah. And then, you know, you get other combinations and other abilities later on down the line where you, you're combining that with, with another, you know, bit, piece that you'll get later on in the game. It just yeah. it just felt like it was, a, it was a good sense of progression, like a nice curve of like, you know, complexity in, in combat and complexity in, in, in the puzzle solving. There's a lot of puzzles in this yeah. as well. A lot of puzzles in this, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. And again, conclusion with the rot. I remember there's one thing, I've just remembered it, so I will mention it. Um, one thing that did bug me was a lot in its bosses was the like checkpoint system. Right. If you died, I think there was a couple of bosses that were quite lengthy bosses. Um, if I died, then it would then cut. It would then checkpoint me back to before where it then give me a cutscene which I couldn't skip. Oh, I believe so. Probably there might have been a feature now where you can skip it, but I remember having to watch this cutscene. <laughs> And then start the boss battle. I was like, expecting just to be a complete reset and fight, but it kept chucking me back, and that did annoy me a couple of times. Mm. But that in general annoys me when you die and go back to before a cutscene. There should be an option yeah. to just go straight back into the fight. Yeah, because yeah. I feel obligated to watch the cutscene. Yeah, but in this game in particular, there were times when I was like, I was struggling, and I was like, I ain't watching that again. So I would just, I would just <laughs> skip through. And there's, yeah. there's moments sort of like sometimes in between the, the or during the boss battle where you move to the next phase, where mm. it will break away and show you something, and those you can't skip either sometimes. So no. there is, there is a. I just want games to give me the option to ju- jump straight. To, straight back into the action or go, I don't know why you would choose to go before, maybe you want to go and no. upgrade or change your gear. That's the only thing I can mm. think of. But I would like the option of just being dropped straight back into the fight. Final Fantasy did that. Yeah. You know, mm. they'd have a big, like, long cut scene. I mean, you could skip them all, to be fair. But again, because I felt obligated yeah. to watch them, I was like, oh, God, I've got to listen to Cloud moaning now for, for 12 minutes and then I'm going to fight this boss and then die right at the end and, and do it yeah. again. I want games to go, right, back in the action, off you go. None of this... Don't you see the cutscene again? Why are you showing me that? No, no. no. Anyway, I totally, totally agree. But, but no, no, I can't say. There's nothing really more to add. But mm. ticked all the boxes was a pleasant surprise. Would recommend playing it definitely. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what the studio do because I'm hoping it sold sold well. Um, mm. Brilliant thing to say about it. There's room for improvement. And I hope as a first go, get... I mean, yeah, <laughs> how? yeah, exactly, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if they can carry on the franchise or go for a complete separate IP. But yeah, no, I like the look of it from the start. I was happy with what again. I'd give Kenner a solid eight point five. Excellent. Yep. I I don't think I actually gave my score on the spoiler cast, but I think yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it a solid eight. Eight. slightly eight. harsh but I think uh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely swaying on the 8.5 there mm. but I yeah there's not a lot to there's not a lot wrong with this game whatsoever nah. you know coming with expectations where they should be set and uh, you will be delivered a, a a good little game something a bit of a, it may well be a bit of a throwback but that's not mm. bad you know I don't know why no. these games went away 
for so long. No, no, it's true. Good fun when you um, get down to it. Don't need a fucking our bloatville open world. Don't need you. Don't need that all the time. No, do you not. No, it was a fresh taste, especially after coming playing sort of ten, fifteen hours of Death Loop. First person shooters are not typically my jam. I'm happy to play them and stuff, mm. but I am a third person action adventure game. So to go into this, it was my my jam, yeah. and I enjoyed. Excellent. That's that's Kena or Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, uh, 8.5 for Madkins and a solid 8 from me. Little bonus game here. So I think what we agreed was that any games release before the Xbox One slash PS4 era, so end of 2013, um, we're still willing to talk about, but perhaps not score them for whatever reason. Mm. I think because the first one you did was um, Bloody Hell Portal. Oh, like, cool, yeah. This game's fifteen Jeez. years old. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. But yeah. you've been you played some interesting games over the over the last few years. And the one that caught my eye first of all was Torchlight. Torchlight. Because I don't have a fucking clue what this is. No. So I need you to explain to me the beauty of so. Torchlight and how that even got a look in being I mean when was it how old is this game? What are we doing? This is fucking old. This was on the Xbox, was it? OGX. Well, I mean, it's a PC game. Is why I had it. I've had it on my Torchlight Two. Was big noise. Okay. And this is what <clears throat> I know. The uh, Clarky played for quite a few hours. They were playing co-op. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Was it Xbox? Oh, was it a three sixty game? Was it? It might have been an arcade three sixty arcade game. It might have right. been as well. But anyway, yeah. Thing was big noise. Basically, this is a fantasy type setting Diablo clone right okay <laughs> basically so it's an ARPG action RPG role playing game um, and it's very much point and click and attack going through dungeon crawling um, and yeah this is a like I say a, a um, fantasy setting about this town I, I think there's a town called Torchlight I think it is possibly and you have three, like it's so old, you've only got three classes. So there's like a, a, a mage, a brawler, and an art, and a, a, dis, a range person. Uh, um, shoot. <laughs> a bowman. A little bowman. A little bowman. Um, and yeah, so, you, and what it is, is there's these dungeons that the city that's underneath, um, this dungeon that's underneath uh, this town of. Um, torchlight and there is a material down there called ember which you have to uh, that's sort of uh, basically is like the life of this city and you're just going from down down and down and down to these dungeons steam and you're going through all the, okay. well, it's basically steam world dig <laughs> and you're just going through clicking through clicking on the enemies um and in in Typical ARPG, you know, you're getting it drops. There's loot, the absolute yeah. like fucking Diablo, the loot, the loot, and the loot. And you're picking it up, upgrading your plan, moving to the next floor. Where are you solo? Would you have a party with you, or are you just one person? No, you're solo, but you have a dog with you that you can. He sort of helps out a little. <laughs> so you bit. choose your class and you head off on solo missions. Solo mission. Doggy gets. He'll do little bits and pieces for you. Dog. Trying to, he can. You can. He gets a time out. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. He, he don't permanently die, but he right. does die and fucks off. He fucks off back to town as well. Um, he part. also has a little storage capacity, so you can fill him full of your loot and then send him off. Oh, but right. To be honest, when you do, I think it's about two minutes you're without. I mean, you do start thinking, cool, fucking hell, because sometimes they take the focus away from you. Yes. So when you start getting mobbed by these enemies, it's you quite nice back. having him. But yeah, it's. Um, Man's best friend. It's very, very basic. Um, there was an annoyance level gating system at. Oh. It was only like the last sort of five rooms. That's or worse. Five levels. That's yeah. Exactly. Do it all the way through and then you know to expect it. Don't just suddenly exactly. go, right, last part of the game. Here you go, crapped in trousers. Was, you need 10 fifth, levels. That's it. Fifth, um, well, that's what I love about these games. I, I, pure ultimate. I'm not. This is not normally my way of playing games. I do not like the mouse and keyboard setup. I'm a controller boy. Mm. And I played this game entirely mouse and keyboard because I could just literally sit here, mong out, and I'm, I'm just clicking. I'm clicking here. I'm pressing buttons to put my elf up and do me magic up and whatnot. And it's nice and easy to use the... Um, the HUD for changing me fucking armor pieces and whatnot and mm. chucking stuff out, selling. And that's it. So for about 15 hours, I was just sat there mocking mm. lovely, simplistic gameplay. And yeah, then I started to hit a wall and I was like, come on, I'm getting drilled here. What's going on here? So then I had to backtrack on a couple of fucking levels. I had to go back through them to just sort of farm some more stuff to yeah. upgrade my character. I was like, right, why have they done this on the last couple of hours? <laughs> And then uh, I've managed to scrape my way through the last boss to get it get it done. That was a chat. I feel like I was underpowered for that as well. But <laughs> but no, it was um, yeah. True pleasant. breakneck style. True Just breakneck style. It, it was. This is right at the end of the year. I've I played that fifteen hours. It, it, I think I put about eighteen hours into the game in the end. I think mm. to check my Steam logs. But I caught. I, I wish it, I'll, I'll probably be able to find out actually see if I can do it on the fly yeah. of when I actually started but this was this is one of my classic Atkins games I started this years ago and yeah finished it like the back end of the uh, it was beginning of the, oh no it was, it was like the very last week of last year 2021 mm. um, but yeah it was just a nice and this is the Atkins brain working again like I say Torchlight 2 is a very big noise. Can pick it up cheap. It's the, it's the better game, apparently. So That's I'm looking got co-op. forward to playing through that. I'm reading it. Co-op, in, co-op included, so oh. very good. You're, you were correct and, um, on the original, actually. X, it came to Xbox 360 on, in 2011 versus, uh, via Xbox Live Arcade. Oh. So Atkins Brain remembering these little details. Oh, it was. Oh, oh wow. But yeah, it's PC Excellent. first in 2009 and then arrived on the Xbox Excellent. in 2011. So, um, 11 years ago. Lovely old job. Looks like we've cool. um, had a bit Amazing. of a technical flump there, but it looks like you're back in the room. Yeah. I think it's because I loaded up Steam. It fucked me up. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no. Classic wakering internet playing up. But, yeah, no, does exactly what it's on the tin. These games will not be for everyone because mm. of their simplicity. There's if I didn't like Diablo, I'm not going to like this. Not really, no. no. There's nothing, the story, these games, I'm the fucking Diablo boys will chop me bollocks off of there, but these ain't story <laughs> games. These are mong back and click and play and fucking grind there's end game shit to do there was stuff on yeah. this I could have done but you know 
after 18 hours of clicking a button, my fucking finger was killing. <laughs> and there's only so much fun. But I, I do enjoy these games. That's why I went through them. There's a couple I want to get involved in. Um, Lost Ark being one of them I've been sniffing at. There's there's a few to be had. So, but the Atkins brain said, well, I want to play this too. I can't I can't be jumping at two, so I'm going to have to go through this. Um, but yeah, enjoyable experience. Very dated now, like I say. It's an old game. Still looks all right for what it is on that pc maxed up to 4k mm. had that running on that on that absolute beast back here perfect <laughs> 4k probably about 240 fps i was getting absolute gorgeous it was but um yeah the old games are golden but yeah worth a pop if you're interested in the ap a arpg genre i think there's number three that's just come out now and there's also a t uh a Spin-off game that's coming out. Well, I've done. I've looked at their history. They've done Torchlight Two in 2012, and then a game called Hob in Hob. 2017. Oh, I, I don't know if that's that. a, a, yeah. a similar sort of game, but that's from the Runic Games boys and or gals. I don't know if they've done a third one. Doesn't look they have. But no, they. Oh, Torchlight Three was released in 2020. Let's just mm. get that. That was actually developed by a different firm. It looks like. Extra games, so I don't know what happened there, mm. but those boys are taking it over, and uh, that's on all current platforms now. But Torchlight, little golden Torch oldie light. for Atkins, yeah, little golden oldie, yeah. Um, I'd give it a solid seven, I reckon. He's not supposed to give scores out for them, they're too old. Oh, was I not? Bloody hell, oh, now I've got to re record no. everything. No, I've checked it out there for the thing. Don't log that, but that's that's where I'm sitting. It's <laughs> I was about to say 6.5, but that seems a bit harsh. Cause it's on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like I say, they're not, they ain't going to be winning any. Well, Diablo 4 might win an award, but yeah, this game out. didn't win well. Um, but yeah, certainly if you want to, just these type of PC games that you just want to rot and play and feel like a, I felt like a true master race playing this game. It's a real master race game. There you go, lording um, over the rest yeah. of us with his master yeah. race set up. Well, that's it. Nice to get some Keener and Torchlight in. We're again going to log off for the week. If you made it this far, as usual, thank you for joining us. DimpDigital.com is our website, or you can go to Patreon.com forward slash DimpDigital if you wish to support this grassroots, independent mess that we sometimes call it. It's a bit of a mess sometimes, but we're doing our best to bring you entertainment on a Monday that you need. Anyway, too much waffling. Thanks for your time, and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.